0: This is 680 CJOB.
1: Hey
0: everybody, welcome to another episode of The Main Ingredient. Kevin Bergen here.
1: Krista Hall here.
0: Krista. We are really, really, really on the road today.
1: That's right. Road trip.
0: This is a road trip. We are
2: at Danny's Whole Hog in Stonewall, Manitoba. Stonewall is where we are? Stonewall, Stony Mountain. They both claim me when I take an award. (laughs)
0: And we have the pleasure of meeting your son today, Isaiah, right? For the first time.
2: Yes. Right? Yes, and I'm very excited about having him involved here. So,
0: Plenty of, uh, plenty of Manitobans know your story, but I'm sure there is a few, one or two that don't. So before we move forward and talk about what you're getting into now, because you're always getting into something, usually trouble, um, <laughs> we're going to talk about the origin of Danny's whole hog.
2: 19 years ago, I had a dream and a passion. Uh, I left the Hutterite Colony, and uh, I have good memories of my past with the colony there, and I wish uh, I've got lots of good friends there. Uh, I had this dream and a passion and started out with whole hog barbecues. Uh, Me and my dad traveled a lot in the south, uh, Iowa, Nebraska, and down in south, They know about barbecues. They do barbecuing all year round. And I had this passion. How do you bring it into the province of Manitoba where we have 30, 40, 50 below and where we can get people to barbecue all year round? And I did take this award for bringing whole hogs into barbecue uh, into Manitoba by Manitoba Pork Council many years ago by introducing whole hog barbecuing into Manitoba. But the dream and the passion for me to go on my own and start my own business, raise my own family on, on the farm land that I have here. Was, was it easy? Was it hard? Yes, it was hard. Would I like to start again? Probably not. But so if you could go back again.
0: Would this be something that you would choose again?
2: Yes, I would, would because do it it's it. something I love doing. I love cooking. I grew up. I grew up in the family. Um, I always did the, the protein cooking, fooling around with different barbecue sauces. And I know what I. I know one of the first barbecue sauces that I fooled around growing up as a young teenager, going in to get married, was I took a cheap barbecue sauce and mixed it 50-50 with fresh honey. You know, and stuff like I always fooled around with different stuff. And I always think outside the box. I'm still that way today. But I had a passion and a dream. Uh, sometimes my my family or my friends or my staff, they just shake the head of me. What else, what new ideas are you going to come up with now? But I think I will be like this till I die. So I had this dream and a passion. It started out with whole hogs. Uh, we grew, we had up to 50, 60 hogs going a weekend, and then people said, hey, can you cook it for me, then we cooked it, then people said, can you do the full meal, so I looked into it, I approached Cisco and Pratt's to get some salads, coleslaw, um, baked, pota- baked potatoes, and people said, hey, can you do much more than pork, and says, yeah, let's do turkey, let's do beef, prime rib, so it just we, it just revolved into it. Why did it revolve into that? It's because I think outside the box. I'm an open-minded guy. I always look for new opportunity, but more than anything, I listen to my customer. To me, my customer is number one. My number one is my wife and my family, but they're they part of me. You know, we're, part to, we're, we're in it together. We do it together, and everything I do, I try to teach to them right but my mom and dad are are basically end of the day I have to look up to them because everything about me that they've taught me about giving to the less fortune giving back and building my business the values of building my business I got from my mom and dad they would give their shirt on their back that's who my mom and dad is and I want to I want to be that person I want to hand it over to my kids but more than anything that passion. I took that passion and a dream. So I'm talking to anybody out there that's got a passion and a dream. Go for it. Mm-hmm. You have got a passion and a dream. Don't be afraid, afraid of it. Align yourself with some good people. Read, research. Anything's possible. I'm a positive thinker. I know. During the years in my business. When negativity creeped in, it was because I was associated with too many negative people. And negative people will have effect on you and 100%. they will drag you down. Absolutely. And I'm a strong believer is if you have too many negative people in, in your life, tell them, I don't want the negativity. Sometimes it's hard, tough choices. You have to get rid of those people out of your life. Stay positive. I'm a positive thinker. And I think Denny's Hulha grew because of a passion, but more... What my mom and dad left me, and when I leave my kids, is the passion people work with people, try to make people happy, bring people the flavor. I love fooling around with different meats, different proteins. That's why Dennis Oldhog where it is today is because of the passion. I listen to my customer. I love people. I love working with people. I can't and tell at all. I can't I can't sense that at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> well
0: that's that's what it is and that's who I am. Right. So,
2: how, how did so, you handle the growth? Uh, the growth is the challenging part. Yes. Because when you when something grows it grew much quicker than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. I figured I'll be spending years and years just doing whole hogs. Right. And I've noticed especially
0: when it comes to when it comes to business like people in business, there's a couple things that will sink you like, and and nobody really thinks of the fact that sometimes success, too much success quickly can, can sink you as fast as not having any success at all.
2: Absolutely. Have I made mistakes? Yes, I've made mistakes. I just maybe caught on quickly noticing that's the wrong road to go down and I reversed it. We all make mistakes in life. It's the trick is, do you learn from those mistakes? I've made mistakes. I learned the most from my mistakes you know, and I try to warn other entrepreneurs and other people. I say, don't go down that path. Let's have a coffee and meet. And I try to give them an ideas. I like to show or share my ideas with other people.
0: Thank you. for We, are, we came to you. You invited us out. We are in Stonewall. We are Slash in Stony, Stony Mountain. Mountain <laughs> you know, and uh, your facility is, it's crazy good. Like Chris and I, were going to go get our, our stuff from home and we're actually going to move here. <laughs> well, we got we're room as skating, Isaiah's going to build us a house, it's going to be perfect. We got room for you. <laughs>
1: when you first started, obviously not all these buildings were on, on this site. You built it all? Was there anything here when you started?
2: There was the house, and there was a little garage, and I still remember that little garage. I I, I made a phone call. To the food inspector, and I says, "What do I need to do to get this up to standard?" And I got him out. He showed me. I followed the, the books. Uh, what he told me, uh, what I have to do, and we grew. And I've always had, when I when my business grew, the first year, a couple of years, we just did whole hogs, and I always wanted, needed to play the safe route because I had nothing. I had to go to the bank. It's all borrowed money, you know. And uh, and I've learned, I've learned a long time ago, associate yourself with good people, have a good banker, good lawyer, good friends, you know, and I had friends borrowing me money in the start and I paid them back as quick as I could, but more than anything it was that passion, that dream that I put into reality, you know, and the buildings weren't all here, yes, but I've learned to have an X amount of profit before you make a next expansion. Mm. I never wanted to owe the bank too much money where it puts me in a danger thing. I always wanted to have 30% of the money already to do another expansion, 30% of the money. So I'm still using that today. I always, when I do growth and I have a dream or an idea, I need to have some money in place, not borrow it all from the bank. How do you harness
0: that? Like you are a guy, again, you're a passionate guy, you have a ton of energy, you have ideas. Um, how do you make sure that you stick to that rule? Because, uh, you know, this stuff that you want to do
2: now. Mm -hmm. it's called discipline Mm -hmm. you got to discipline yourself and and i'm not afraid in life to my dad taught me that um if you don't have the brains borrow him so i've got a lot of (laughs) i do a lot of that (laughs) I, i know but i have a lot of friends that i go for coffee with business people that are friends i go and i ask for advice i might sometimes it look like i might be asking this very stupid question but when i ask the question to them it's it's trying to learn from somebody else uh, that's that saying you're uh, when you're tr- when you're in conversation with somebody you throw out yeah, that's old saying the devil's advocate but I do that with my staff and with my my family and everything I, tr- I throw questions out I stimulate their their brains by just mm-hmm. throwing it out I sometimes know the answer but I throw it out just to get them involved in ideas and it's surprising when you do that over a cup of coffee or writing on a napkin, where lots of my blueprints are on napkins, yeah. and uh, <laughs> you draw them out, but you put reality Not to napkins, it. please. Yeah, <laughs> I know. But you put reality to it, but I'm a listener. I listen to other people, and I never, never want to quit that.
1: So we're standing here right now with a wall of sauces behind you. When did, this, when did you start the um, bottling of your own sauces?
2: Uh, the bottling of my own sauces came. Me and my wife got invited to a wedding. And uh, in Washington, D.C., we went over to Pennsylvania to a wedding, a friend, and the friend, the friend gave all the bridegrooms or everybody, all the friends that were invited to wedding a a bottle of barbecue sauce. And and I thought like, wow, what a good idea. And I came back home and I know had some recipes. Um, I had some ideas with the different proteins, what I wanted to do. So I, I made with a deal with, with some of the manufacturing down south, grabbed some of their ideas, some of my ideas, and again, it's teamwork. Not all my sauces, the recipes, are lots of my recipes, but we we took some of their recipes. We made a Dennis Whole Hog Barbecue Sauce because that's what they specialize in. And today it's grown. It's 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 like it's it grew much quicker. I, I wanted to get into barbecue sauce, having fun with it. Maybe if I move an odd pallet barbecue is an odd case, we're having fun with it. My name and picture on it, Dennis Olag. But it grew into a business of its own. Today, we buy semi-loads of it. Right. And, and how
1: many different flavors do you have?
2: We have 13 different flavors. 13. Yeah. Wow. And we started out with four. Wow. wow. And so, and, but the trends change. And people tell me about trends. I remember Sriracha. When Sriracha came in, what oh, is it about? Oh, That Sriracha sauce is,
0: is crazy good. Yeah. That but, is like...
2: But, Super good. But you na- you remember the trend about four years ago? Yep. Asian, sweet, yep. hot. You know, that trend came in. Mm-hmm. And my friends, there again, I listened. My friends at Red River Co-op said, Danny, you need sriracha mm-hmm, sauce. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I listened. I went back to the drawing board. And I had, within three months, I had a sriracha sauce. Great with is, chicken, man. Yeah. I, just, I just listened to other people and grabbed the idea and run with it.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you uh. have a
1: jerk sauce that um, is Jamaican mom-
0: Approved. Yeah, Jamaican, my mom approves of your jerk
2: sauce you know can improve You know how that came about I was down in Jamaica yeah. on, on holidays with my wife And the taxi driver, I'll never forget that The taxi driver, what do you want? She says 20 bucks, that will take, take my wife shopping She's happy uh, And I said, take me to the best jerk chicken, jerk pork place You can find off the beaten trail And Scotch's, what's the name of that place? We came in there And I wanted to know the culture of Jamaica. I love Jamaica. I want to go. I've been there twice. I want to go back back again. I love the culture of the people there. But I, when I go into a barbecue sauce, I want to know what's the culture behind uh, the hot that makes the jerk sauce hot. So I, I learned the culture of it, the people, and they gave me some ideas, and I took it back to the people, the professionals that develop it with me together. And four months after I had it on the market. Okay.
0: Here's, here's the part of that, that really, I find surprising me as you know, a black man, my mom's from Jamaica, you're a white tourist going to Jamaica. You're, you're, and it's, it's the way that you manage to get people to give information that they normally would not give to somebody else. You're a tourist asking people for recipes that they have been used using it for years,
2: and they give it to you. Yes, I uh, the guy took us in the back, beaten trail in the back, and we came in there and- uh, He took us into your kitchen, into t- his kitchen. Yeah. yeah, he took us into the kitchen, yeah. and he uh, he left me, he scribbled some uh, some ingredients on a yeah. piece of paper, a and napkin. gave it napkin, and uh, on the end, yeah. for me to say thank you to him, I gave him a good tip. He didn't ask for nothing, he would have given it to me for nothing, but I took care of him. And the same with the taxi driver. He wanted $20 for the day. I gave him $100 for the day because you got to treat people fairly. I didn't want it for nothing here. And that's how my Jamaican sauce got born. That's awesome. And it's your mom's favorite. It is my mom's favorite. I love that.
0: (laughs) That's That's awesome. Um, Let's talk about, before we get into more of what you do, let's talk about Isaiah's introduction into the business, how this came to be.
2: Uh, Isaiah, I, I always, with my kids, I want, school is number one right. and my kids are all got good grades and all that. And I never mentioned to Isaiah that he could take over the business or be part of the business. I never pushed him or nothing. I never will. I've, I've, I've just always approached life as let things happen. Let him make his own choice. Just like I made my dad and made me make my choice. And I just saw as I, as a young kid growing up, he built a little building. He, he loved building. I, I gave him the resources because what better schooling can you give him to go to a home hardware and buy the material and let him build something you can learn that in school and 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 I just saw he was working with dad with meat and all that and and he's now at the point where he's starting to show an interest yeah.
1: but I've been like involved in this business since I was probably 4 or 5 years old mm-hmm. I was like on my first catering with grandpa back
2: in mm-hmm. the day um you know, I was probably eight years old, and Grandpa had me do all the food. Like he was just chatting with everybody, <laughs> yeah. and
1: I was in the background <laughs> setting it all up. You know, yeah. like as a, as a small boy, right? Yep. right, right.
2: And I've. I've been involved here, like, my first job here was probably wrapping potatoes as a, you know, right. five-year-old. And my younger siblings are doing the same now. Mm-hmm. They're called like, my potato wrappers. The potato wrappers, right?
1: And yeah. now you're building whole buildings. Yeah.
2: <laughs> this past right. summer Which I built... Which
1: just saw. It's yeah, beautiful. Yeah.
2: Built the storage facility for a barbecue
1: sauce, you know, so right. tried to be involved with everything.
0: How yeah. has that helped you business-wise? Like, before you're doing it, you know, I know you have relationships with other, you know, businesses and all that kind of stuff. But, you
2: know, a lot of things you're doing on your own. You know what I mean? Now you got your right-hand man is your son. It it just shows if you invest in your kids, and they're my number one. My wife and my kids, my number one. If you invest in your kids at a long, young age, you'll find out that that's the reward I'm reaping right now. 100%. You offer a lot of services. Let's break it down. Yes, we 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 offer basically, it started like I said before on Whole Hog, and now the full catering service. It's still my number one revenue is catering. Um, the, uh, the the barbecue sauce and all our retail stuff is something that I'm working and growing, but it's growing very quickly because people have asked me, how can I have pulled pork, pulled turkey, the brisket and the uh, the pulled beef? How can we have it all year round? How can we have it? And that's where I came up with the idea with the boil bag, the packaging, and it was just a vision that I had to make it very easy for people, for the hockey moms and all that, where they can grab a 400 gram package, you know, and put it in boiling water for 15 minutes and they can have my product on a plate without having to cook a hog for eight hours or or cooking a turkey. And that was the idea. But I learned pretty quickly that you need to you can't do that all by yourself mm-hmm. you need some good workers you need some good employees you need some good good managers in your business but you need some good partnerships and the last one is one of the best partnerships i've ever had i realized pretty quick when red river co-op had three stores now we got six stores The save on foods came in then we got approval with our HASA program for saveways and Sobis, and i knew i couldn't handle it to do a proper job to the customer and the store and the managers, I knew I couldn't handle it. There's people out there that do that for a living. So I, I had a meeting with uh, with the Lucas who's been a company just like mine dad and the sons and and it was was a perfect partnership we had a couple of meetings and i'm so proud of that company and that family that i've learned pretty quick they can be my distributors they can go they can go to brendan churchill all over they're
1: doing it anyway they're
2: doing it anyways Mm -hmm. and if, if if and they said you're an easy sell, Danny, because you've built up a name and a reputation. Everybody wants your product. And and you you basically give up uh, X amount of dollars per pound because they got bills to pay. Mm-hmm. And you form a partnership and you can grow it much quicker. And I think that's the key where lots of time entrepreneurs and small business forget. They try to do it all by themselves. And they're basically, they don't think outside the box. And they're stuck in a rut for too many years. Mm-hmm. You need to think outside that box and get some good partnerships and not all partnerships work out. I've had a few that didn't, but you got to align yourself with some good people. And that's, that's. I'm so proud of that family, how they're f- taking it from 25 stores to almost 95 stores now since April. That's crazy, wow.
0: that is crazy. Well, it, you guys have two powerhouse brands that really do a, a good job in your own right. And now you're just pairing together to actually just push push, both
2: forward, right, and and when you and when you meet with them, you can see feel the passion behind it. They're just gentlemen. They're mm-hmm. they just they want you to succeed. Right. They right. want to help you. And they when you
1: support local, That's absolutely.
2: Yeah. And, and and it's just it's just like Manitoba is. We should be proud of Manitobans. How many entrepreneurs we have, and how many small companies we have like this. That just pick your partners, pick your their people, and work with them. You can't do it all by yourself.
0: The package you guys have different size packages for people that they can use to, for the for the pulled pork and the products that you make. Let's talk about
2: that. Yes, we, we, we four hundred gram is going to be a very uh, popular package. So we got the two pound packages, but more than anything, we've got that ten pound box. Where it has two five pound. Packages in, in there, that's wholesale. So we're selling it to Cisco, uh, DeLuca's, uh, Pratt's. Uh, they supply other restaurants. I've never looked at anybody as competition. I've got lots of restaurants eating uh, or uh, uh, serving my pulled pork. It's on their menu. They put my name behind it. And that's partnership again. Mm-hmm. comes back to not being afraid to think out the, outside the box and never look at anybody as competition. Look as people and companies how I can work with them.
0: When is Isaiah gonna get his own little man with a thumbs up?
2: I think we Ooh. gotta do that soon. Uh, this is this is too iconic. Yeah, I don't know. Some big shoes you to fill. Them you, like you know. <laughs> That's a good idea. I know. Yeah. You, know, you got my awesome. you got my brain twirling now. That's an, that's how ideas start, right? right <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs>
1: so these packages you have four different kinds. You have the turkey, the brisket, the beef, and the pork.
2: Denny's whole hog started out with pork. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's yeah. number one. We came up with, with beef after that. Pulled beef. And so beef. that's a pulled beef as well. Pulled beef. Turkey. This is the new one. Very excited about it. Took me years to establish that. I wasn't, per- I, I wasn't satisfied Till I met a friend in the U.S. who found me on social media. Came down ice fishing. We're the best of friends now. They gave me some ideas on spices and that. And I got it. Bingo. 19 hours of slow cooking. Uh, Everybody loves brisket. And I'm now working on where the brisket, you'll be able to buy the whole brisket pre-cooked in a bag that I want to sell to Cisco. So other chefs can have it pre-cooked and slice it for the show for people. So that's the next one.
0: at home I can act like I 'm a superstar, act like a demon Brisket, and do yours in like a fraction fraction, of the, fraction of the time, and look like I you know spent all night cooking it yeah.
2: absolutely and i've always said that to people, even with whole hogs. I said it's easy to do i've got the, the barbecue the, the the cooking instructions I can teach you in five minutes. Where it makes you look like a professional, it's very easy to do. You can and you can rather spend that time with your with your family and friends that you invite over and have another beer. So, is the brisket,
1: it's not pulled. It's you slice it. It's a pe It's a whole piece.
2: This 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 brisket is all sliced up. Oh, okay. The new product that's coming is gonna have a big brisket, the whole brisket, right. where you can slice it in front of your right. friends. Perfect. Wow.
0: wow. So I, I'm just gonna tell you when that new product comes out. And I'm slicing in front of my friends. I love you, but I'm not giving you any credit. I'm gonna steal it. I'm gonna say that I did it all on my own.
2: And I want you, I want you to take all the credits. I want that's I'm just telling you straight up. I'm no, lying. I want you, okay. I want you to take all the credits <laughs> and make every that's that's the idea behind even doing the whole hog. People forget rent a, renting a barbecue and all that, it's the experience. Mm-hmm. You take a whole hog. Take it to the cottage or take it wherever your friends, your backyard, and you can cook it for eight hours. And when your friends arrive, you take the glory, you take it, you did it. I don't need to have it. I mean, our logos will be everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Good luck. luck Get rid of those boxes. (laughs) <laughs> Whatever we do, we should have fun with it, right? Have a few labs. laughs. Okay, so
0: it. let's tell everybody how they get a hold of you. There's a ton of services. We offer catering. You have products. How do they get a hold of you if you want to take advantage
2: of You, uh, We've got a nice website, uh, www.dennisholehog.com. we got Instagram, Dennis Whole Hog. i got a private, Denny Kleinsasser. we got, uh, we got Facebook, Dennis Whole Hog. Uh, we're everywhere. On Twitter, yeah.
0: You guys are everywhere. You said now yeah. you're in people's fridges when they open it, and they see the bottom.
2: Yeah, no, I, I I'm not afraid. I'm not shy about it to get into people's faces. I've never been that. And that's why my business, I that's just who I am. Um, but I've learned how to get into people's fridges. You <laughs> grab a barbecue side like this, you open up in the door, who's who's looking He's you right there. That should make you a great day, huh? <laughs>
0: you're awesome, man. You guys thanks thanks for having us. Like, we appreciate yeah. you guys having us out here today. And oh. the, for the
1: tour, we saw we had a whole tour that we'll be posting oh, yeah. on, on
2: social media.
0: 100%, so. yeah. You want to see how Danny's Whole Hog started and all the behind the scenes, yeah, you go to the main ingredient social media, we're going to have it up there, and you will see exactly what goes on over there.
2: Yes, and behind the scene, it's it's not only me. It's, I've got family behind me. I've got the best staff in the world. How many got, staff do you have? we got 12, uh, 12 full-time, and on weekends, we over have over 25 people work for me that got other jobs, They have got families to feed. I give them a job, a catering job, they go there. But behind the scene, it's, it's my family, my staff that is so important, but most of all, my customer is very important to me and always will be.
0: All right, we're going to return in a bit with more main ingredient. After a quick break, you're on 680. CJOB. This is 680. CJOB.